1: Hi guys, welcome to the Talk Republic. Today we have a super special guest and we had a little bit of technical difficulties starting this out, but we are now here and we're just going to wait a couple of seconds for some of you to join in. And if you are listening to the podcast, thank you so much for doing so. It is always a pleasure. So without any further ado... Here is Stephanie Sanju from Sanju Photography and she is going to talk to us about documentary lifestyle sessions and all that good stuff. So Sanju, tell us, yes. who are you and all that good stuff?
0: Well, hello, I'm Stephanie Sanju. I am with uh, Sanju Photography. Uh, it's been about 10 years since Sanju Photography has been around and I started um, actually shooting um models in abandoned places which turned into family sessions somehow and then uh, into weddings and i also shoot more family sessions now um so i've kind of gone through this um this change in the past couple of years with my business and really following what i want to shoot and a lot of that is documentary style family sessions instead of the posed park sessions
1: that sounds super cool and i've seen your work and i have uh Like a photography crush, Annette. it, I love it. So (laughs) explain to us a little bit what is the difference because there is like two terms that have been, you know, around the industry, which is lifestyle photography and documentary photography. So what are the little, you know, the the difference?
0: The difference is, um, you know, with documentary photography, there's a big uh, focus on photojournalism. Um, and then what we're probably used to is posed family portraits or lifestyle photography, especially down in South Florida. We see a lot of lifestyle and the major difference is um, cues from the photographer, I think. So let's say you have a family and they want to have a family session, and you take them down to the park and you say, "Okay, now I want you all to hold hands and you're going to walk along the beach and you're going to walk towards me and look at each other and smile no, and fake actually, laugh, and you're there shooting." So that would be I'll more lifestyle. Hands. I'm hearing some feedback. Okay, sorry. <laughs> You know, I share on Facebook. Like, am I going crazy right now live? <laughs> Super. So anyway, so that <laughs> that's beauty, lifestyle. the
1: beauty of my video over here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so fun. So that's more lifestyle. Uh, what I do is um, I go into a client's home, usually early in the morning. Um, and after a few minutes of just kind of talking to them and figuring out where the kids are and going through the usual um Show off stage that all kids go through. Um, then I just kind of back off and shoot the day as it happens. So if something really, some beautiful moment happens, I can't drag the child over there and go do this again, but now in this beautiful window light. So it's more of um, kind of thinking on your toes and really knowing your settings and really knowing the environment and you know and which rooms have good light to really tell the story that way instead of directing your clients to tell the story in the way that you want them to.
1: OK, but let me ask you something, because, I mean, you go, you do the walkthrough of the house, right? So you're taking a peek of what has better lighting. And even though you're not really, like, posting them, do you guide them? Like, oh, well, no. maybe let's do something over here in this room. No, nothing? No, not nothing. You
0: know, I won't even say, I mean, every single time the mom's like, do you want me to open these blinds? Should I turn on the kitchen lights? And I'm like, no, it's it's fine the way it is. I mean, you know, I'm not shooting at f 12 200 ISO. So, 100%. I mean, I'm I'm knowing that I'm having to go up to 8,000, 10,000 ISO and shoot the way it happens. And when I say I do a walkthrough, it's more of a mental: where am I? This is different. Okay, there's good light over here in this room, and I'm gonna need to auto ISO over over here because there's weird light going on or whatever it is. So it's not like, hey, let's take a tour of your house. And I'm not ah. doing it. So it's more of like a a mental download of my uh, of my surroundings so that I know uh, how best to shoot the scene
1: sounds super fun because when I shoot <laughs> lifestyle sometimes I shoot lifestyle at my client's wedding but right. I do that walkthrough and I'm like oh the lighting is really yes. good over here sure. so let's just move over here so like I stage a little bit more of what's happening
0: right and there's nothing wrong with that there's you know there's space in the photography world for lifestyle and for posed and for more editorial type shots and then there's there's space too for the documentary um, for me the change happened because. I started to see this fear in mom's eyes every time we went down to Miami. And it was the third time we had rescheduled and now she's had to pay a makeup artist three times. Um, and I'm wondering if I should start paying for a blowout. And, and the kids are like over it. They just wanna go play. Dad's taking a phone call. He's like, I'll be right back in business, you know? And like mom, it just looks so defeated. And especially down here in South Florida, again, it's hot. And it rains every day from now until September. And the mosquitoes are brutal. And so I just didn't, I didn't want my families to look at their photos on the wall and go, I want them to say, wow, that was a really beautiful day. That was so cool, what a great moment. Instead of going, remember when Sanju dragged us out to this park and we were standing there for an hour and then we had to wait for all these other quince's to finish and then I got four mosquito bites on my forehead and I just—I just I just don't want them to have that feeling when they see their family's images.
1: It's true, because I, I, when I see, take a look at your photos, and I'm to try to do this, to post some pictures on the comments so people can see what we're talking about and describe them a little bit for the people on the podcast right. without trying to get an echo here. I don't know. I want to figure this out. So I see them, and I feel like, Really moved. I'm like that is really beautiful. This is really. It seems, of course, it's supernatural because it's actually what's happening in a family. And sometimes when I see the more stage images, like the more park, everybody looking pretty, smile at the camera, cheese. Right. It feels. I don't know, a little bit unauthentic. I don't wanna say the word unauthentic because it is your family, you love it, but it's right. a very a little bit forced. And right. And I there's
0: still to. there's still real moments. It's still a yeah, moment. Of course. It's still mom looking down at her daughter and her daughter's got perfect little ringlets and looking up at her. But these are they are they're created moments. And so and it's not something that I'm really a fan of. And so I started to see a lot of my um, clients while I was doing the posed park sessions. And while deep in my heart, I'm like, I hate this. Can we do something else? Um, <laughs> that they were favoriting all the candids or all the ones of the kids looking away or being fascinated in some blade of grass or whatever it was, instead of the ones where they're looking at the camera and smiling. And I was like, this is like, it's it's starting, I think it's starting to like, this was something I wanted to do. So, uh, so yeah, so I really kind of ran with that and don't do posed sessions anymore.
1: I like that. So mm-hmm. do you, how did you transition? Because you had a business space that it was pretty much lifestyle photography. And then I remember that you actually had a blog post about it, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But like no more put my foot down. Exactly. You were yeah. like, this is it. This is until here so, we go. And everything is going to be, you know, transitioning to this other business setup. So, kind of yeah. so how did it go?
0: It was a, it was, it was hard. I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't like I woke up one day and I was like, "That's it. I'm only doing this," and the money just flowed. Um, it's, it's honestly, it's still a struggle. I think that uh, the industry now is making a shift towards that, and people want to be more authentic, and and it kind of goes with the whole, you know, uh, organic farm to table kind of thing, and people want genuine and realness now in their family photography, and so, um what I did is I kind of, I let my clients know maybe during their session, like, Hey, this might be the last time I'm really going to shoot you guys like this. Uh, I don't love it. And, um, and then from there, I just kind of stopped taking inquiries. And I was maybe handing them off to other photographers saying, Hey, this is what I do now. Um, and if you'd like to jump on board, I'm down for it. But um, I'll be honest, I lost a lot, I lost a lot of clients. Um, I'm not really mad about it. I am also a wedding photographer, so I had a lot of, um, of income coming in that way. And so I was comfortable financially in a spot where I could make such a change because it's, it's a huge change. I did lose a lot of clients. Um, and so doing that and then finally writing the blog post, why I'm not going to shoot your kid in a park anymore and, and promoting that know. and sponsoring it. Yeah. And having, you know, raving fans coming up to it and saying, this is, yeah, you're right. This is what we want to do. That really solidified it. But it wasn't just one thing that I did. So I put up like a Facebook poll on my business page saying, your house is on fire. What are you grabbing? And they were photos or, you know, show me your favorite family photo that you have. And they were photos of dad passed out in a recliner in the living room or, you know what I mean? Or, uh, or grandma with her back to the camera walking son, walking her grandchildren through the park. And I'm like, this is like, this is just kind of proving my point again that we're not We're not all about these posy, posy pictures, these things that can be recreated over and over again. But people really want those in the moment. uh, I don't want to say snapshots because I think I'm a little better than snapshots. But they want those little in the moment uh, images to hold on to, to remember.
1: True. I think they're really, really beautiful. And when I I don't know if you know my story, like I have no pictures of me growing up. And that's Mm -hmm. pretty much how I became a photographer. So when I take a look at your pictures, I'm like, dang it. Well I don't have photos like this of my family. So don't I think we all want do overs. <laughs> I know. So I think that has shaped a little bit uh the perception of how I should. I do still think that for my style of photography or for who I am, I like things to be a little bit organized. So I think that the lifestyle concept works really well because I can be, you know, be creative and I still have a little bit of control of the situation. But I completely admire the documentary photography and I really like that the, the industry is heading that way a little mm-hmm. bit right we get a getting, little bit you know Yeah, for- like
0: I said there's still room for lifestyle there's still photographers out there that are killing it with editorial wind in the dresses makeup artists stylists kind of beautiful family photography and cool and there's some that are doing really beautiful uh lifestyle photography like you or that anybody that looks like it could be applied in like a commercial sense you know what I mean Where it's still fun and genuine, but it's not so hoity-toity. And then, uh, and then there's, and then there's room for documentary. And I will say that a good majority of my clients are, um, either return clients, ones that I did shoot Pretty Pretty Park, and now they're sold on this, uh, I call them Diddles Day in the Life, um, or, or they're, um, fellow photographers. So there's still a struggle to get this more mainstream, I guess you could say, but a lot of, a lot of my clients are photographers as well.
1: I think as a client, how I see it, I think it will be a little bit scary, right? To allow somebody, because we have this idea that we're getting pictures taken and that we have to get our makeup done and we mm-hmm. have to get the nicest clothes out because it's like a, a like, like a production, right? Mm-hmm. And I think as a, like I try to put myself in the shoes of the client, I'll be like, wow, that will be scary, somebody coming into my house and my kids That's are what? messy yeah, and they're yeah, running around best. with food, on no, spaghettis on their head. I don't know. So I think it's a little bit of like, you know, that, that thing that social media has created Mm -hmm. also that we only showcase our beautiful, perfect little lives. And this, even though it's absolutely gorgeous, is giving an opening into like what really your life is beautiful and imperfect. And it's a little bit messy.
0: Your life is already beautiful is what is what I want to, you know, what I want to tell my clients, you don't have to go and, and pick apart your Pinterest board. You don't have to go to Nordstrom and get a new outfit. You don't, have to get the kids new haircuts so like the best parts are the meltdowns and the tears and your kids doing weird things and and the way dad looks at you and you in pictures and having moms exist in photos but it's so true about the social media thing and I, I I'm sorry for interrupting again but um, there was a post that I saw on Facebook about girl who went up to the Krispy Kreme donut
1: I love it yeah I have and so
0: she wanted it. to get the sprinkles one because it was beautiful and it would look better on Instagram but she ended up going for the plain glaze because she was like this is my jam I love this donut and posted it anyway and was like why are we you know and so it's it, it, that whole shift towards um being real and genuine I think is really uh it's coming it's it's gonna come really hard
1: I think so. We have a quick, quick stop over here. We have a couple of people here on the, on the chats. They're 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 asking questions. So if you're a photographer and you're watching this, please share, because it's always good to, you know, get educated, get different perspectives, you know, maybe you want to stick to really, really, you know, it's, you know, portrait setting, but, maybe a libel will come up and you can add a little you know something to your photography or you are thinking that you want to change your style and maybe this is what you have been waiting for so i have a question here we have a couple of people here in the chat to right. so you all of you so jackie says first she asked hold on look at this fancy thing so jackie asks, oh. how do you how do your outdoor sessions go do you just follow and shoot or or no outdoor sessions at all so Okay,
0: so um, my outdoor sessions now, I like I let's let's be clear here. Um, a client will inquire with me for a day in a life session and it's usually uh two hours or eight hours. I have done some custom quotes for four hours, but it's usually two or eight. Um, and so if they want the two hour And they do decide to go outdoors and I just follow them outdoors so um, it's not something like okay let's let's meet at Biscayne Park at 6 p.m. for the best light and here's some wardrobe choices and we'll do this what I do tell them though um, in the booking process and also let me be clear that I may still shoot a couple of those um,
1: I've I've seen but I'm not I'm not
0: Instagramming them I'm not putting them on my blog these are these are lifetime clients like this I've I've followed this one family Um, her son is now I think four and I've ever since her maternity session with him so you know there's there's some love there and I'll still do it but I'm not I'm not putting on a blog and they know that Um, but anyway so for the documentary stuff um, if they say we're just gonna kind of stay at home and then we're gonna go to the park and play frisbee then I just go with them so in the questionnaire and the booking process um, there are some pretty emotionally charged questions and then there's some basic questions like what do you plan on doing for the day um, and then i just kind of go from there so it's not it's again it's not something that i say hey great why don't you go play frisbee over here by the lake um you know where it's shaded um, i just i sh- i shoot what happens so, so it's i don't really
1: 100% organic yeah yeah and i wish Facebook is not allowing me to post images on the comments. Good. So what no, I'm to but resizing them. I'm, but don't <laughs> worry because I'm gonna post them once you know we have the whole thing on the talkrepublic.com, We have we're gonna have the note, the notes for the show, and the images and the links awesome. so people can follow you and we'll all keep that. Trying but though because I'd love, I know I'd love to talk about them. I'm here like <laughs> trying. This thing is like I look like cross eyed on the video. It's a hot mess over here, but it's all good. good. So there is. I mean, there is a lot of pictures that I really, really love. And and I think this this style is really, really pretty. Let me just hide this. Look at this. So I have another question. Melissa says, well, it's not really a question, but a comment. She says, I love family documentary. I wish that, gosh, I need to get better glasses. I wish there was all I could do. feel like this is hard to get clients who want that. So, yes, we kind of like talk about this. It is not something that is out for everybody, but there is people out there, and I always said, like, if you can niche yourself into something really, really small, how how the saying go? As the niches is in the riches, or the riches in the niches? <laughs> I don't know, I'll, I'll the riches are in the bridges. I don't know. <laughs> so like, if you can target that people, you can really like. If that becomes your jam, mm-hmm. there is people out there that are really interested into that. Right, and oh.
0: you have to be so passionate and into it and Raving lunatic mad about it So and I feel like if you still decide to do the lifestyle slash pose sessions And you're starting to roll out these documentary photojournalism family sessions. You're really going to confuse a lot of clients Um And so I can't blame them for the past however long Facebook has been born People are sharing posed pretty pretty the best of images of their family and life and so seeing this new side where you know, where the kids have messy faces and the homes are a wreck and there's not really beautiful light all the time, but still showing real moments. It's, it's kind of, it's a lot to take in. Um, and I, and again, I'll say that it's not easy to find clients for this. Um, but I will say that the way that I market my website and the way that I do SEO, I don't tag my photos. Day, well, I do like just not day in a life documentary photojournalism. but I'm still saying Miami family photographer, Miami family portraits, because I still want those that are searching for those things to see mine and go, wait a minute, this is different. So little That's nugget of truth there for little,
1: sometimes you don't know what you want or what are you looking right. for until you see it. Right. Mm-hmm. And right. as I said, like when I see those images, I, I mean, I love, you know, the lifestyle thing that I do. And I think, you know, I, I think I'm give like a little spin, but when I see those little, like raw images and I'm like, this is so beautiful. This is something that perhaps is not to put a gigantic candle on the wall, but like to have a book of this or like 20 years from now, what are you really going to Remember or cherish? Are you gonna be like, oh, it was so exciting! Everybody looking at the camera. We were all wearing the same outfit, or like mm-hmm. playing on the floor with little, you know, cards and bubbles. Right. And my sister was even boogers while we were, you know, oh, yeah, we were kids crack hanging out
0: while he's helping you load the dishwasher. Like those are the little things. And and coming from somebody who doesn't have kids, and I'm, you know, not married, but I feel like that is what I would want to remember. Are those? of my kid just doing weird I keep wanting to say the S word and I'm, I'm just going to try really hard not to <laughs>
1: cuss on your show if you have if you are watching this uh, and you have any little children around perhaps you want to put some headphones if right. you are listening to the podcast perhaps get some headphones on because we might use you know a couple of I'm I'm, I'm doing well I haven't word. let any slip but anyway so
0: that is what I feel like um, me as a mother um, as an imaginary mother that's what I want, want to remember and like I said those other shoots there's still room for it but this is something that you can um, that you can kind of build and maybe show your clients that there's another way to get these memories as well.
1: The way that I have, because I have Ashley here. Look, she is asking, yes, I like to highlight on the previous comment, how do you effectively sell documentary sessions to your clients who are fearful? Hey, I know that girl. Ah, <laughs> oh, there you <is> go. No- <laughs>
0: um, how do I sell the documentary sessions to my clients who are fearful? Um, I... It's, it's tough. I mean, when I first started doing these, I saw some um, classes by Kirsten Lewis on Creative Live. I became obsessed. I have a major crush on her. I met her, like, two years ago at Inspire, and I, like, cried my eyes out. But anyway, so um, she said to shoot 10 for free, um, and it's not – and I, I'm, I'm a big believer in shooting for free. I know a lot of other photographers are like, don't ever shoot for free. Um, I feel like if it's something that I need to, I know, I know. But if it's something <laughs> that I need to to really hone my skills and to really know my camera and to really anticipate moments and to learn about kids' psychology when I don't have kids. I've just got this lazy cat back here. What
1: is Nico? i Rico? Nico. He's
0: sleeping. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I did a bunch for free and I, I grabbed some of my favorite clients um, from Posey Park Sessions and I said, got this weird idea. I just want to come to your house in the morning and kind of shoot what happens. And the first hour or so, it's always like, do, we, do you want us to open the blinds? Should we look over here and the kids are showing you all their toys and their show off. And then it all just kind of like goes away and they kind of forget that you're there. But um, to, to sell them on it, I don't think I should have to. They should either... Uh, see my website and the blog posts and the galleries that I have on my website and go, Oh, I totally get it. Or, or they don't. And there's some clients that are like, no, we really prefer the other sessions and that's cool, but um, I'm not going to.
1: Which is them. good because that's what you should be doing with your, your brand and your mm-hmm. marketing is like, you should be attracting people, but at the same time you should be repelling people. You're right. not to be the photographer for everybody. Right. right? So that's and thank goodness that's
0: I'm good. in the position where I can do that because of weddings and because of exactly. you know. At the photo booth and stuff like that, so I'm in a position where I can do that. But um, you know, the way I market them is saying that I understand their pain when it comes to these pose shoots, and I I get it. Like hiring a makeup artist sucks. Well, I mean, makeup artists are great, but it sucks for a shoot where you don't know if it's going to rain in the next five minutes in Florida, or um, you've got to drag all the kids down to some pretty pretty park in Miami. So. If I kind of tap into that, that
1: having a meltdown
0: that is never
1: having a bad time. And that day is the day where everything goes wrong
0: or they want to shoot in March and it's spring break and they want to be on the beach. And, you know, so there's, there's ways that I can just be like, Hey, remember that last time it was, it just sucked because of all the mosquitoes. Let's try this instead. And that usually kind of, instead of, yeah, so I I guess I do kind of, I kind of a neg on the, uh, on the, hold on a
1: second. Something is happening. Oh no. Did did I did I do something? No, I was still live. Was we're we're live. live.
0: Okay. Oh my god!
1: I was pushing the wrong button. Sorry, people. Somebody like
0: broke into your house live, and it was like a Criminal Minds episode. <laughs> we're
1: all good. Nothing happened. I think we're live. Do, do we get any comments over here? Yes, I think we're still here.
0: So anyway, so that's how I kind of market them to uh, to clients is I, I remind them of all the, the crappy parts of our last shoot and how hot and sweaty and mosquitoes and rain and all that was and say, we could try this instead. And it usually uh,
1: works. I think that is a really um, smart way to approach this, which is like you were doing uh, the fa- the regular family sessions that we all know. And then mm-hmm. you discover this thing that you really like. And what I would add to this, because I am really against things for free but I totally understand that sometimes you have to so my advice for people that are watching this show and they want to you know give it a try instead of putting out like information out there for anybody that you don't even know like oh I'm doing this for free get out to those clients that you really love and be like listen we're gonna try something because you know if something goes not as planned or the outcome is not what you were thinking there is really no harm done because they know you already so it's they like-
0: not only know you they love you and trust you they're exactly. already a raving fans so you could say we're going to go out to this dumpster we're going to light it on fire and they'll be <laughs> like okay so I mean, they they already trust you um and so a, a lot of my clients obviously also see that that yeah, i've got this weird artistic vision and so i'm not saying i'm not good well that's anyway so that's what it is there's no I, I didn't go publicly and say i'm going to shoot these for free submit here leave me your email address um i kind of picked and chose
1: exactly uh, so who i wanted right if, if i'm gonna do something like if i'm gonna do something creative for free i'm gonna want to pick the, the the people that i right. love the most and that trust me already so i'll be like hey let's do this. and this is kind of like how i've been doing i'm still very lifestyle because i really really like this but within my lifestyle i'm Allowing myself to be a little bit more creative, and because Mm -hmm. my clients trust me, they they go along. So they're like, oh yeah, okay, let's do this. So yeah, it's Carolina. We'll do whatever. Exactly. So I guess if I I, because I was gonna, I'm like, oh, maybe this summer I will try like a full on lifestyle, like documentary. Yeah, I haven't gotten there yet because you know I I like to control things a little bit. So I was like, okay, maybe not yet, but I have already a family in mind that has a client with me since. I have photographed their maternity, the birth, the family session. So I'm like, I think it will be a great candidate for this experiment. So that's like really good advice. You know, reach out to the people that you really love and give it a try if this is something that you're into, right? We have a couple of technical questions over here. Hold on. Mm -hmm. Let me look for this. So, Megan, I think you know Megan. I know Megan. She says, you mentioned that sometimes you will shoot auto ISO. Other than that, are you shooting all manual or some auto knowing that your light is constantly changing in someone's home? Gosh, I need better glasses. You do.
0: (laughs) She's asking um, because she knows that sometimes I shoot auto ISO and that other than that, am I shooting all manual or am I pretty much on auto? Um, I am on auto ISO usually for my indoor uh, parts of the documentary sessions. I have set up, I shoot with a 5D Mark IV and a 5D III, and I'm trying to use my Fuji XT2 more for uh, documentary stuff. But uh, I do shoot auto ISO, but I also tell the camera um, that I don't want to go any lower than 250th of a, um, of a second for shutter speed. So I have a little bit of control there um, And I don't want to go any higher than maybe 10,000 ISO So I, I am saying auto ISO because the truth of the matter is kids are quick and they're fast and things are changing within seconds so if I know that I'm shooting Tommy over here um. Also, I'm not wearing any pants, and I just want to make sure that like nobody can see that. <laughs> anyway, I just looked down. I was like, Sanj. Anyway, so if I'm shooting Tommy over here, and then Mom has a reaction, and I go to shoot into the kitchen, that my camera's still going to be able to keep up, and then I'm not going to lose a moment. And so, yeah, keeping it on auto is something that I will do. I'll also switch it over to aperture priority. If... It's at a time of the day where the light is changing so constantly. When mom is turning on and off the kitchen lights or when the light is going down in the backyard and not so much window lights coming in, then I will. But otherwise, I'm I'm pretty much on manual.
1: That's good. So... You definitely need to know your camera if you're going to try right. this. You yeah, and I'm not afraid control. to shoot auto ISO and aperture
0: priority even for, um, you know, a full wedding day. Like I, the camera, it's a $3,500 camera. I better know how to do these things. So <laughs> I'm going to use the programs that it has on it. Otherwise,
1: it wouldn't be on the camera. So. Exactly. That sounds good. We have Rebecca here. I think you also know Rebecca. I know Rebecca. All these girls. Yeah. Oh, look at everybody showing up. You have a fun club yeah. out here. So Rebecca says, Hmm. Please read this question because I can't even with these glasses. What are what are some tips you can give to photographers who are looking to incorporate more documentary style within lifestyle and or weddings? For example, things you look for, things you look for, or ways to get shy families to interact more openly.
0: Ooh, that's a good question. So, some tips I can give to photographers who are looking to incorporate more documentary. Um, it's a uh, it's not about really seeking out those moments, it's about showing those moments more on your Instagram and on your website. So I'm at the point now, I'm shooting maybe 35 weddings a year, but I have solid second shooters. These girls, I trust them like with my life. Um, And I'm getting to the point now, especially with weddings, since we're gonna talk about that, where I'm having my second shooter act more as the primary, and I am playing second shooter. So
1: you have more room to play. Right, so I have more room to play. So she's um, taking the, the safe shots, as we call it. Right, and you are So they are now doing
0: the boring processional shots, and I'm back with the bride as she, like, clutches dad's arm before she walks down the aisle. Or, um, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm finding the kids that are picking their nose or sleeping during a ceremony, and I'm shooting the shit out of that while, My, uh, second shooter is getting the safe shots of the ceremony. So there's, it's, it's not like, uh, like a, okay, I did it for one wedding and I'm good. Um, it's a constant kind of thing. And it's taken me a long time personally to kind of let go and go, my second shooter can get the boring safe shots. It's cool. I'm going to get these awesome shots that my client wants. And that, like, that's why she hired me or for these little, little moment shots that she doesn't get to see. So, uh, so. I wish I could pull up that question
1: again. I, I'll plug it. I'll plug it for you right there. Oh, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, for example,
0: the things I look for are ways to get shy families to interact more. I don't get um, shy families to interact more. If they're shy, then they're shy. And I will tell you that I did. Um, I did a family shoot, and I asked mom and dad to kiss. And she was like, And I was like, oh, so it's awkward sauce. And you're like, well, uh, all right, well, I mean, then don't kiss. And I felt awful. And then I, you know, and then you feel it again as you're editing the pictures. And then you deliver them. And you're like, crap, did I overstep any boundaries? So if they're already shy... Then I'm gonna look for other uh, visual cues. I'm gonna look for, you know, the way that they kind of like brush hands, or the way that dad tossles, you know, son's hair, or there's other there's other ways of affection than to get them close and loving up on each other and, and, and nuzzling like that. So if so they're I a shy, think- family, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna direct them.
1: I think that for works them. really well on documentary because you're really right. not directing. But if you I mean this is just my two cents over here for this question. If you are a lifestyle photographer and you're trying to get a little bit more candid images, I think something that has worked really well for me is instead of trying to post them, I give them an action to do. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, now whatever, tickle them or tell her a secret or right. you know I give them an action so they don't feel as awkward doing them and then they forget that they're actually posting and I'm doing air quotes for the people <laughs> on the podcast so Posing. they're not feeling posting it seems more like like an action like oh okay now we're gonna you know spin around or right. now practical so it gives a little bit of direction if you still within lifestyle if you want right. to do a documentary then you have to do as you says and just be really aware of the visual cues because you're right. there really as an observer right yes. that's the yeah. difference you're not yeah. there to guide anything you're just there to like a step back and photograph what's happening
0: correct their life is already beautiful I'm just trying to show them the different ways and I will say that there have been times where I deliver day in the life galleries and I'm like and the mom has been like are we are we really don't love on each other a lot and you know are, are there any images of me and my husband together and I had to be like, no, I mean, you don't really hang out a lot during the day. So it's, you know, it's awkward and it's weird, but I'm not going to try to force anything. I'm not, I'm definitely not going to direct, hey, dad, why don't you give her a smack on the butt if she's making pancakes, you know? So, I mean, there's, I'm not going to direct anybody and I'm just going to kind of shoot what happens. And one of the big things that I say all the time, and I say it to my second shooters too, is that you can't shoot what doesn't happen. So if it's like that, it's, that's kind of the way it is.
1: I mean, you you can't force it, right? Right, it, and right. that's what that's the beauty of documentary. it's like you can't force it. You cannot make it happen. It is right. what it is. It's like when I photograph birds, and that's like the most like documentary that I do. Birds? Yeah, like a birth, like a baby. <laughs> oh, oh bird. I mean, I like, Birds? What do you birds? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a bird. No, like like a like an actual birth of of a baby. Like I cannot mm-hmm. be like, hey, doctor. <laughs> let's do this all over again right a little bit. yeah yeah like like She's look like a little bit to the right yeah like that ugly cry is not happening right now right. let's do it again so you're just like standing there just like this is it this is what's happening mm-hmm. and it's, it's fast and furious too those, uh, it is it is yeah. it's like you can't as a photographer I feel like if you are gonna try a documentary first of all you cannot be shy right and you cannot be you have to be like on your toes really like super focused, super concentrated in what's happening and having also at the same time like a thousand eyes because you're yeah. looking at something here when something right next to you it's happening and you you know we want to make sure that you are being there for all that goodness. It is mentally exhausting. Oh, <laughs> <It> is. Sure. <laughs> I mean I feel like when I photograph a wedding and I'm just like I'm done. I don't know how you do a whole family for eight hours. I'll be like I need something. <laughs> Margarita. That that will do (laughs) it. Let's see what else we have here. Um, So, Lara, you know Lara, too. Oh, my God. All these girls. Come on. Man, you got a a fan club over here. Says, yeah, I love that you guys are talking about this today. Just sold my first date in the live session last night after doing a bunch of freebies. Yeah. So, Lara, that's that's so cool. We can't wait to see those photos. (laughs) Those are really, really nice. So what else do you do? Like, how do you deliver? Okay, so let's talk about something else. So you sell the the, the collection or, or the day in the life, and then what comes with it? Because this is a full story. This is not like, oh, I'm just going to pick my favorite. Right. There is no in-person
0: sales. Exactly. Um, yeah. So, and, and kudos to those that do in-person sales, but it just doesn't fit this for me. So um, I show up, I shoot the family. And then I kind of do like a slow leak on Instagram. So I'll start posting some of my favorites um, just to kind of keep the magic alive. And then usually about 7 to 10 days afterwards, I post their entire gallery. So let's say for an eight-hour day in the life session, I'm probably looking at about now. I mean, I had it up there. It was probably like close to nine, ten thousand 10,000 frames. And now I'm down to more like five, 6,000 frames. I'm more intentional in what I'm shooting. But are you delivering
1: 6,000 frames now? No.
0: So um, my, yeah. I almost have a heart attack over yeah. No, <laughs> there's no reason. Um and I wish I could screen share with you and I would show you in Lightroom just how many photos I take of one moment. So, you know, uh, one moment's happening and I'm taking 30, 40, 50 frames of the same thing. But I'm going to stop you here
1: Sorry. for a second. Go ahead. You are not going to show me this here, but you are a member of the Talk Republic and you can go there and do a like video and show us that. I can do well, that. Time, maybe you want to do that today. Absolutely. And if you are not a member of the of our group on Facebook, then you're going to miss out. You better become a member of the group. Get on it.
0: <laughs> so, um, so yeah, so I, obviously I'd call everything down. The very first day in the life shoot, I'm pretty sure I delivered close to six, 700 images.
1: Mm-hmm. So, like, about 10% of Crazy. what you did. Crazy sauce. So, yeah,
0: and now I really want to get it down to maybe 250, um, maybe 200 uh, for the whole day and really start to um, – to refine my culling process. But you know, in the beginning, you're unsure, you're like, well, is she like this one, this one, or this one, when, I've heard you say it before, where it's the same moment, it's just the inhale and then the exhale. The inhale and exhale. Yeah, the inhale and
1: the exhale photo, I love this.
0: And so you kind of have to take off your photographer hat and go, okay, if this is somebody looking at their gallery, do they understand the story? Like, I, of course, know the backstory, but is this image itself telling the story? And so I really want to get those um, down to no more than 200 images for the final, final cull. Hours. be
1: really beautiful. I think uh, I know you don't like in person sales, but if you are a person like me that like in person sales, I think that the best thing for this will be kind of like an album that will be yeah, like for something sure. gorgeous. To have yes. an album of the day of the life, and I think it's gorgeous. And again, I wish Facebook would let me post this, but I'm gonna post them after you know we we get off here. Oh, I you wish have, we could figure it out. Yeah. I know I'm trying over here. You have this session where you actually went to Costco with this. Mm-hmm. Style yeah and the kids is like two little girls and they're dressed up like in the disney princess outfits and yeah the pictures are so cool because you can see like the mom and dad getting like i don't know the things that cost going in right. bulk and the kids are like eating in the little cart is really really they're beautiful. being weird yeah yeah it was really really gorgeous and i was like Thanks. what a beautiful moment like you know 20 years from now you're gonna be like oh my parents used to shop at Costco all the time. Here, we are. Yeah. I feel,
0: like, I feel like the kids in my day the life sessions are going to have, like, the most bomb-ass uh, TBT posts on Instagram in tell <laughs> You know yes. what I mean? Like, they're going to have, like, just the weirdest stuff to put on there. Um, but, yeah, that session was cool. She's she's a past client that we used to do the Posey Posey Park. I've done both of those girls' uh, birth stories, and they are all on board. I'm actually shooting um, uh, the youngest one, her birthday party, next weekend. So, Um, that was, that was cute because we started at their house and we went to a little farmer's market and the oldest one was on the swings and she had to wear this snow white princess dress. I think she's four. Um, and so that's what four year old girls wear. And then we went to Costco and she's, she's sitting in the cart with her little sister who's turning one on Saturday and she's just poking her in the cheek and just, Totally tormenting her little sister, and it kind of makes you think about like my little sister growing up, and she's just smushing her face and just being a kid, and you know, and mom she wants to be like no, no, don't, but I'm like right in there and then shooting all of it because it's it's just it's cute, and that's what that's what kids do. Hey, Michelle, look at at that
1: comment. (laughs) Don't do it. My spiritual animal.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) I
1: love this. We have also Jackie is asking here. Jackie is one of my super super favorites. She is actually. She has some great ideas, so I think it's gonna be really good for her. Oh, so like yeah, she says, it is, it is a digital package Do you over an album, maybe? So yeah. how do you, like right now, how do you have this set up? Yeah, so, okay, so back to that. So I call
0: them down, I put them in the gallery, and now I've been making slideshows with Animoto. So I make this, you know, five to six minute slideshow, which mm-hmm. is easy to share on Facebook. It's got some cheesy song to it. It's emotionally driving. Um, and I give them all of the images, uh, the final images. And then from there, they can order an album or I have like a little uh, Miller's sells them. It's like a little wooden box with a slide top and you can put in um, 54 by four prints. So they're square prints of the day. And I've walked into clients' homes and seen those like on the coffee table. And it just says a day in our life. But Uh, the albums that I do are usually the six by nine uh, linen signature albums by Miller's. And um, I think they just feel a little more casual and not as like, this is my new plush leather ostrich from Australia, made in made in Italy with stitching, and you don't need all that for day in the life because because they're not fancy. It's just a day in the life. Um, so I do the the more casual six by nine albums.
1: That's gorgeous. That is yeah. really really pretty. So what a great idea to give them as you do like this live show because it is really. I have found out that it has been like the ultimate marketing material. And you guys yeah. know that I love me so marketing. And what we were talking about, like maybe getting those first clients to do date in the life are going to be a little bit difficult because people really don't know what the concept is or they are a little bit afraid of what, you know, showcasing, you know, the true self as great right. said. But if you have a friend that posts their beautiful, you know, family and it's funny and it's, you know, heartfelt. And then I'm sure their friends are going to be like, This is very interesting. Mm -hmm. I want to, you know, explore these possibilities. So make sure you get the word out. That's the most important thing. For sure. Somebody had asked over here. Let me see if I can go to the comments. I think it was um, Lara. She says, let me do this because I love to show the questions. She says, thanks, guys. Question: Questions. Do you have your own IG account for your documentary sessions or separate brand for it? No. So you have one account for weddings, have, documentary, cats, have, travel.
0: Yeah, all of it. Yeah, so I, I have two Instagram accounts, but one is for me and then one's for the photo booth. But um, so, yeah, it's um, at Sanju, S-O-N-J-U-U-U. And it's a mix of, uh, it says a lover of light moments and all things travelly. So it's a mixture I of I
1: love that you said you non-award
0: non, non non winning. Non-award winning. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I don't won any awards. Um, so... I'm down though. Um, so yeah, so it's like pictures of my cat, pictures of travels, and then like a wedding, and then a day in the life session. And so recently, um, I have been kind of chronological on it. And so I don't usually post from old sessions, but I have been lately. It's just a slow season. So, so you
1: have to go back and find those beautiful gotta pictures. And you know, you got do it. You got do what you gotta yeah, do. So I, I keep
0: it all in the same. Um, for me, A, I don't want so many Instagram accounts to have to juggle through. Um, and and. Two, I would rather my potential clients and my clients know me and know that um, I'm obsessed with my cat and traveling, but also I do kick-ass, you know, family photography and weddings, too. So I keep it all in one place. There's no... I like one. to
1: kind of like our parentheses over here. I like when you, I mean, like you have a really strong brand that I love. It's down to earth. We get to know who you are. We know that you have a cat, you know, that sometimes I love you have like this humor that I really like. It's like dry, but super funny. So you guys need to follow Sunju. But people will immediately know if you are the kind of person for them or not and I don't think that it's a difference between like oh but she shoots weddings and families oh maybe not I think it's like a really good combination like whatever it's just like real emotions for real people kind of a thing so that could apply for weddings or lifestyle sessions, you know family sessions.
0: yeah I found that I was actually confusing my clients more with um and I'll I'll be honest you know two years ago the day in the life sessions and my weddings looked totally different because I was using different lenses and because I was using a different editing style for both. And then I kind of realized that it's because I'm still shooting families in the park and I'm still saying, go stand over there and hold the baby like this and look at each other and nuzzle noses when, when I, I was kind of uh, conflicting myself. And so my work was kind of showing that also. So I think I was confusing clients like what she shoots weddings, but she's also shooting families this way. So um, when I kind of made it so that both, uh, both the things that I was shooting families or weddings were moment driven and not about posing is when everything kind of clicked. And when clients were like, oh, okay, cool. She shoots families too. It wasn't like, oh, but she shoots families and she
1: only does a couple weddings on the side. So as so long so as they that- both have the same message, um, it, it can work. That sounds amazing. So Lara has a comment here. I'm going to post it here quite large so it might cover the whole screen so it says oh sandu so can you talk more about your albums that you sell with your sessions okay we covered this i like to try to get my future clients on board with family albums too but wondering if you have tips on how to sell the idea of an album or a single day do you tell them the idea is that they'll someday have an album from every day from oh gosh i need glasses someday yeah no,
0: <laughs> Okay, so she goes, uh, can you do you tell them the idea is that they'll have someday an album of every year of family sessions to look back on? There you um go. I don't really sell it that way either. Um I just kinda say, Hey, wouldn't it be great to have something physical? Because and I and I say who knows? Like Instagram could be called hologram in six months because we're not using JPEGs anymore. Or You know what I mean? Like technology is constantly changing. But the thing that always kind of stays the same are printed materials. And I'm not going to sound, you know, like a. I don't want to be one of those photographers that's like you must sell prints and stop selling digital files because I sell digital files. But I sell them at a price where it's OK with me. You know what I mean? So and of course, like I'm not going to do IPS and only limit. Uh, my client to 25 or 30 pictures in the whole day because the whole day tells the story, um, and so the albums are just. It's I'm sorry, somebody's like recording. They're they're playing. Remember those recorders in like first grade like in the hallway, right by my computer desk. <laughs> That's all I can hear. Um, so I the album upsell um, isn't really an upsell for me. I'm pretty casual about it. It's there in the gallery. I say, here's an album. I photograph the albums. I put photos of the albums on Instagram, on my website. Um, I talk about albums a lot on my Instagram. So I mean, I'm not going to try to sell somebody into it.
1: It's I'm not so, a. It's cool, a I, Maybe I should be
0: selling more, but um, but my digital files are priced to where I can I can am happy.
1: And then remember, you know, if you're gonna do this and you're gonna go and photograph a family for five six hours, you need to price yourself correctly. It's this correct. is not really a cheap, you know, session. It's something that it's invested in time and effort, mm-hmm. and again, that comes to market yourself correctly. But you cannot be like, oh, I'm just gonna do this for a hundred bucks because then realistically more, you won't be able to, you know, afford a business right. later on. Yeah. So super important. You know, so you said, you know, you post pictures of your, you know, your albums and you have stories which I like. And again, if you're not following Sonja, you need to follow her. And that becomes the self becomes really easy because you're not forcing. It doesn't it doesn't seem like a forced sale. It's just like right. this will be really cool for you guys. If you like it, great. If not, you just leave it as it is. And right. it's, you know, it's their choice, but you have giving them the idea that this Correct. is what is gonna be the best kind of product for Right. You know, and the best their, way to do
0: it is I mean, look on Facebook any given day where somebody's like, I got a new phone, contact me, lost all my contacts, lost all my pictures. Can I get in touch with Snapchat because I lost all my videos? And it's like it's happening. Like we're 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 not trying to do it. We're not trying to lose all of our pictures, but I mean Printing is important, and when your iPhone finally takes a shit and you can't get your pictures back, is when you'll realize it. And so, why not be ahead of the curve and just be like, here's an album that's going to come with the session, so you don't have to worry about that.
1: That will be really good. Like, if you are going to, you know, if you're just starting out and you want to set it up correctly or not correctly, you want to have a system set up that includes an album, then that's great. That's how I right. do it for my wedding. So I don't want to have to bother with that afterthought. It's already in the collection price. And Correct. There there it is. Yeah. So there you yeah. have it. I This thing gets me so upset that I can't post any of the photos. I'm pretty right. bummed, too.
0: People are like, this girl not even a real photographer, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, right after we log off, because I'm sure after I log off, it's gonna let me do it. So I'm oh, gonna and post the pictures. You guys need to again follow Sonjo. I'm gonna actually put a link to one of my favorite uh sessions that he photographed, which is the one with the dog. And uh-huh. today she sent me, I'm gonna tell you like tell you guys a little behind the scenes story. So she sends me. A gallery with a bunch of pictures. And I looked at all of them. And I'm like, I love them. But my favorite photo is not there. So I go through her website, scrolling for like 30 minutes. First of all, what happened was,
0: Carolina is like, can you send me some photos, resize, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, sure, no problem. She goes, make sure you send me the one with the dog licking the boy's face. And I'm like, true. I don't know what she's talking about. And so I'm thinking, (laughs) I'm like, okay, so I know this family had a dog. And I'm pretty sure and I'm like no but it was a wiener dog and they were bathing it outside it was just like a bath for the dog I'm like that's a pretty great shot and I included that and then I didn't even really dig because this family has has done one with me um twice now for two years and so yeah she finally had a screenshot she said she got vertigo from scrolling I (laughs) do I (laughs) get (laughs) vertigo
1: (laughs) from scrolling and I was like oh my
0: god I finally included it and I resize it and I run it through JPEG Mini and then and
1: then there's no pictures. So I love it. Cool. I love it. So guys, any questions, you guys out there that you have been watching this, any questions that you may have? Again, I'm gonna post links and photos so you can get an idea of what we're talking about. I I think we were very descriptive, but just in case you have any questions. Uh any questions right now. Yeah, let's hear it all yeah, morning so I could listen. Okay, so Jackie says that she's happy she was able to, you know, catch up. Carly says that she's late to the party, but hey, and Ready to the party. Lara, it's all happy cuz she's doing, you know, her first session, paid session really soon. Weird. So, it seems like it seems like good. All right, yeah. guys. So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to let Sonja go because I'm sure she has plenty of things to do. We didn't see Mike Rico the up. cat. So, <laughs> that's a bummer. Hey, serious I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you something, guys. She has a cat that fetches. My dog doesn't fetch. Her cat does. So it's you need all to he follow does. her stories. <laughs> and and thank you so much for being here, Sonja You yeah. are so I'm super fan of both <laughs> your photography and you as a person. And thank you for doing this. And for all of you oh look who's here. Hold on. My my nephew. No, you're, yes, you're my sister. <laughs> is hey. here. So thank you. <laughs> much for being here and guys again I'm going to post more information on our private group and I don't know I'm going to just put it out there maybe maybe Sonjo will do a little live behind the scenes oh my God. This thing. <laughs> you're not obligated but that would be really cool just saying
0: <laughs> I'm so- just trying to get back to my criminal mind <laughs> put the pants
1: <mantle> on <laughs> so guys thank you so much for watching and we'll continue the conversation on the community I'll see you next <laughs> Thanks for
0: listening to today's episode. For more info about marketing tips for photographers and show notes, please visit thetogrepublic.com. If you enjoyed today's show, please go to iTunes and leave us a review. Want even more? Join our marketing community group. Just search for The Tog Republic Group on Facebook. Until next
1: week.